back. I'll be reading. I'll be reading. I'll be reading from, from Joe Austin. Breakout. Five keys to go beyond. Your barriers are living. Extraordinary life. And an extraordinary life. We're up to chapter 20. Chapter 20. Don't settle for good enough. In Genesis 38, there was a story about a woman who was pregnant. Which means when she, when she gave birth, one of the baby's arms came out first. The midwife tied a small cord around it, planning to gently pull him. But before she could do that, the baby pulled his arm back and his brother broke through and was born for us one stretch and one settled in a similar way. Inside each of us, there were two people. One says, I will become everything God has created, created me to be. I can do I can do all things through Christ. I'm, I'm surrounded by God's favor. The other says, I will never get out of debt. The economy is too bad. I will never lose the weight. My 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 metabolism is off. I will I will never break that addiction. I will just I, I will just learn to live with it. One wants to stretch, the other wants to settle. You can you can choose you can choose which person you will be too too many people make the too many people make the choice to settle. My marriage is not what it should be, but at least we are still together. It's good enough or I don't really like this job but but at least I'm employed. It's good enough. Oh, I would love to make A's in school, but I, but I am not that smart. These C's are good enough. No, don't make the mistake of settling for good enough. Oh, good, good enough is not your destiny. You are a child of the most high God. You are seeds of greatness on the inside. If you are to see the fullness of what God has in store, you have to have the right attitude. I am not letting, I'm not letting good enough be good enough. Be good enough. I know I was created for greatness. I was created to exile. To live a healthy life. To overcome obstacles. To fulfill my destiny. I'm not settling. I'm stretching. I'm letting go of the things that didn't work out. I'm reaching forward to the new things God has in store. Maybe you have lost. Maybe you have lost your fire at one time. You. You may have. You may have known you. Would break an addiction, beat a sickness, or find someone to marry. But you but you have gone through disappointments your life has. Not, not worked out the way you thought it would now. You have accepted the fact that your vision for your life will probably not happen. You have become comfortable with good enough. But God is saying to you, what he said to the people of Israel, you you have dwelled long enough on this mountain. It's time to move forward. God has new new lovers in front of you, new opportunities, new relationships, promotions, and breakthroughs. But you need to store up what God put on the inside. Store up the dreams and the promises you have pushed down. It's not going to happen, Joel. I'm too old. I don't have the connections. I don't know the white people. God has it all. Figure it out. If you stop believing again, start dreaming again, stop pursuing what God put in your heart, God will make a way. God will make a way where where you can't see a way. He will connect you to the white people. He will open doors no man can shut. What God what God spoke over your life, what He promised you in, in the night, what what He was put in your spirit, those hidden dreams, He will bring to pass. The good news is just because you gave up a dream doesn't mean God gave up. You may have changed your mind, but God didn't change his mind. He still has he still has a victorious plan in front of you. Why don't you get in agreement with him? I read a story about a young man who dreamed of playing professional football in high school. He was a star player, won all kinds of rewards. He came from he came from 
a very small town where everybody knew him. All the children looked up to him and, and wanted to be like him, a local hero. But most of the coaches thought he was too small to play in college. All the major universities turned him down. He ended up at a junior college and took a job at a pizza restaurant. He quit He quit playing football. One night he was delivering a pizza and a 10-year-old boy answered the door. Answered the door. When this boy saw the young so the young man, his eyes grew so big, grew so big. The boy was starstruck. He couldn't believe this was the same person he watched. He watched play at the local high school, the same athlete. He went through the crowd so many times. After a second or two, the boy's father walked up, and the young man gave the father the pizza. The little boy was, was very confused. He looked up at his father. He looked at the young man and said very innocently, What all? What are you you doing delivering pizzas? Those words from a ten-year-old boy lit a new fire on the inside for the young man. For the young man, after work that night, he went to the gym and started training. That summer, he trained harder than he had ever trained before. He gained seventy pounds and became bigger, stronger, quicker, and faster. That fall, he tried out at a major uh, at a major university that had accepted him as a student. He'd always wanted to play there. He made the team and kept working until uh, until he until he also became the star player. After college, he was drafted in the first round to play professional football. Today, he is a star in the NFL in the in the NFL, living out his dream. But he said it would it would have never never happened if if that ten-year-old boy hadn't asked me, "What are you doing selling pizzas?" My question for you are. Have you said a have you said a some somewhere way ben, way beneath what you know God has put in you have have you given up on a dream or let go of a promise because it didn't happen the first because it didn't happen the first time maybe you had to sit back maybe somebody told you you were not talented enough you you were not big enough but I asked you respectfully what are you doing now you have so much in you you were full of talent ideas creativity and potential. When God breathed his life in, into you, he put he put a part of uh, he put a part of of himself in you. You have you're the DNA of Almighty God. You were never created to be average, to barely get by, to always struggle, or or to just have to take the leftovers. You were created you were you were created as the head and not the tail. You were equipped and powered, fully loaded, lacking nothing. Don't you dare settle for second best. Don't get stuck in a rut, thinking that you will reach your limits. Don't reach your limits. Draw the line in. Draw the line in the sand and say, "That's it. I have, I have let good enough be good enough long enough. Today is a new day. My dream may not have ha- have happened the first time I tried for it, or even the fifth time or the thirteenth time." But I'm not settling. I'm stretching my faith. I'm stretching my faith. Looking for opportunities. Taking steps to improve. I'm going to become everything God has created me to be. To be. When you do the natural, God will do the supernatural. When you do what, what you can, God will come. God will come and do. God God will come and do, and do what you cannot. Don't take the easy way out. Stand strong and fight the good fight for faith. In the scriptures, Abraham is listed as one of the heroes of faith. God made one of the first covenants with him. But what's interesting is that God spoke to Abraham's father many years before and told him to go 
Will ye, will ye later, toward Abraham to go? It says in Genesis chapter 11 that Abraham's father loved you all and headed out toward Canaan. He had his goal. He was going to the promised land, just like God told Abraham. But it says he stopped along the way and settled in H-A-R-A-N. Why did he stop there? There were, there were too many difficulties. It was, it was, it was hard traveling with all of his flocks and as he had his family and their possessions who wasn't comfortable. He finally decided, I can't go any farther. I know this isn't the promised land, but it's good enough. At least we can survive out here. At least we can make it. How many times do, do we do the same thing? We start off right. We have got a big dream. We are fulfilling our destinies, but along the way, we face, we face opposition. Our paucity arises too many times to say, what's the use? I'm never breaking this addiction. My marriage is my marriage is never getting better. I will never accomplish my dreams. I'm just I'm just settling here. It's good enough. But I want to light a new fire in you today. You are not weak, defeated or lacking. You have you have been armed with strength for every battle that obstacle is. No mass for you. You have the most powerful force in the universe. Breathing in your direction. Don't be a weakling. Be a warrior. Your marriage is worth fighting for. It's worth fighting for. Your health is worth fighting for. Your dreams and your children are worth fighting for. Dig in and say, I am in it to win it. I know God didn't. Didn't bring me this far to leave me here. I'm not settling. I'm not settling halfway. Three-fourths of the way or nine. Or nine-tenths of the way. I will make it all the way in. To my promise land. If you want to be victorious, you must have a made up mind. Be determined minded. You can't give up when life becomes difficult. You can't complain because it's taking a long time. You can't be discouraged because you because you went through a setback. Everything God promised you is worth fighting for. So you need to be in it for the long haul. For the long haul. You may need to pull up your stakes. You, you camped halfway like Abraham's father. You have become comfortable and decided that your dreams will never come to pass. Your health will never improve or you will never get out of debt. I'm asking you to pack up your tent, gather up your belongings, and start moving forward. You may have had a temporary delay, but that's okay. That won't stop you from fulfilling your destiny. Today can be your your new beginning. God is breathing new life into your spirit. He has greater victories in front of you. Get a vision for it. This sound This sounds good, Joe, but, but I will never meet the right person. I will never earn the promotion at work. I will never break this addiction. Every time you draw on those negative, discouraging thoughts, you are, you are stopping short of your promised land. The first place we lose the battle is in our thinking. If you don't think you can be successful, then you then you never will be. If you don't think you can overcome the past or meet the right person or accomplish your dreams, you will be you will be stuck right where you are. You have to change your thinking. The Creator of the universe is arranging things in your in your favor. He said he said he said no. Good thing and good thing what what he withhold. Would would he withhold because you walk uprightly? He will not with, withhold the the white person, the wisdom, the breaks, or the turnaround. I read about this university professor who was giving his students the the most important test of the year, but but he gave them before he gave them the test. He told his students he was proud of them because they had worked so hard. 
He made them a special trophy. He said, anyone who would like an automatic C on this test, just raise your hand and I will give you a C. You won't even have to take the test. One has only one up and then another and another and another until about half of the students uh, 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 until about half the students opted out of taking the test and walked out. Other students so relieved and so happy that professor next passed out the test forms to the rest of the students. He placed some form face down on each desk. Then asked the students not to turn the phones over and uh, to, turn, to turn the phones over until he told them to begin. For the next few minutes, he gave them encouragement, saying they would do great things in life and how they would always strive to do their best. Then he told them to turn over the test forms and begin. But when they looked at, at the test, there was only two sentences. Congratulations, you just made an A. Too many times like those students recited for a C. When God has an A for us, if you say you will, you will never recover from an illness. That's taking, that's taking a C. You need to change your thinking, God. It was going out onto me. I will live and not die. I'm getting stronger, healthier, better. That's going for the A. Or oh, this guy I'm dating, I know. He's not good for me. He doesn't treat me right. But I may not, but I may not ever, ever meet anybody else. That's not a C, that's a D. God has an A, but you will never see it. If you keep taking the C's, yes. The C's are easier. You don't have to stretch. You don't have you don't have to leave your comfort zone, but you will never be truly fulfilled if you keep settling for C's. The good news is God already has C's in your future. He has the white person. A happy marriage is a successful career, health, wholeness, freedom, and victory. Don't take the easy way out. The A's are worth fighting for. I can't think of much that would be sadder than to... Then you come to the end of life, and after one, and after one door, what could, what could I have become if I didn't settle for good enough? For good enough. Well, what could I have happened if, if I didn't take so many seeds, but instead I pressed forward, striving to be my very best. You may have taken some seeds in the past. We all have. But make a decision with me, with me, that from now on you are only going for these. Here's the key, if you're, if you are not seeing, seeing the things, things in your life that God promised in your spirit, then keep moving forward, it's only temporary. Like the young man delivering pictures, you may be doing something that's below your potential, working at a job in which you're not, not, you're not using your gifts. Don't, don't slack off when you are there. Keep doing, keep being, keep being your best, but see that as only temporary, you are just passing through, don't put your sticks down, don't settle there, if the medical report doesn't agree with, with what God says about you, don't accept it as the way it will always be, your attitude should be, this is just a season I'm passing, I'm passing through, I'm coming into health, wholeness, and victory. Maybe God has blessed you with good things like a great family, a wonderful job, and good health. You have seen his favor, but you know there were great, greater lovers in front of you. It's easy to think I'm happy. I have no complaints. God has been good to me, but I have learned that good is the enemy of great. Don't let, don't let that be an excuse to keep you from God's best. Store up your greatness, stretch into a new level. This is where the people of Israel missed it. God brought them out of slavery. They were headed toward the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The spies came back and said, Moses, 
We have never seen such a such a seen such a magnificent land, so beautiful and lustrous, green the fruits and vegetables. Well, like nothing they had experienced, it took two people to carry the bushels of waste because they were so big. That was the vision God had. And funny then that was the A. In the wilderness they saw God's goodness, they saw God. Part the West Sea, bring, bring water out of a rock, and rain down M-A-N-N-A from heaven. But do you know, that was, all, that was our only temporary provision, that was only the sea. The mistake they made was that when they came to the promised land, there, there were people living in it. All the people of Israel had to do was fight for the land God had promised them the victory. But they were not willing to fight. They thought it's not worth it. It's too much it's too much trouble besides those people are bigger than us anyway. I believe one reason they set up for the sea so easily is because they had seen God's favor in the wilderness. They thought it's not so bad out here. God takes care of us, he feeds us, he clothes us. It's good enough. They were too easily satisfied. They didn't realize everything God they didn't realize everything God had done, had done up to, up to. That point was only temporary provision. It was to sustain them until they reached the land of abundance. You can probably say as I can that you have seen, seen God be good to you. God has blessed you with health, a family, and a job. He has opened doors that, that should not have opened. He has, he has shown you favor and protected you. Can I tell you that these were only temporary provisions? You have not made it into your promised land. God is taking you. God is taking you somewhere greater than you have. And for imagine the scripture says, No eye has seen, no ear was heard, no mind has imagined, has imagined the amazing things God has in store for those who love the Lord. Don't make this don't make the mistake made by the people of Israel when they build houses where they shouldn't. Well, they should have pitched tents. Don't let your temporary provision become permanent. Yes, God has been good to you, but you haven't seen haven't seen anything yet. What God has in your future will supersede what you were seen in the past. Thank God for His goodness. Be grateful for the Red Sea's parting. Thank Him for the protection, the provision, and the favor. But if it's not what God what God put in your spirit, be bold enough to pick up your stakes and say, God. This is all great. You have been awesome in my life, and I thank you for it. But God, I believe this is only temporary provision. Where you are taking me is, is to a land of abundance, a place like I have never experienced before. Before. That's not being selfish. That's releasing your faith for the fullness of your destiny. After all, God said, I will give you houses that you didn't build. Let let those words let those words sink down into your spirit. I will give you houses that you didn't didn't have to build. You will weep from vineyards that you did not plant. One visit says says, May the God of your foot of your fathers make you a thousand times more than you are. I don't know about you, but I can't settle hell. I have got to pull up my stakes. God has a thousand times more, more joy, more peace, more influence, more wisdom, more ideas, more creativity, and more good breaks. Take the limits of God. When Joshua was leading the people of Israel, God said, Joshua, you have, no, you have not passed this way before. God is saying the same thing to us. Something, something out of the ordinary is coming your way. New levels of favor and unprecedented opportunities or divine connections. 
God has days in your future. People are already lined up to be good to you. You don't have to to find them. They will. They will come find you. When you honor God, His blessings will chase you down. You won't be able to outrun the good things of God. My challenge to you is this: Don't settle where you are in your in your health, your relationships, your career, or your walk with the Lord. Keep stretching, keep growing, keep believing, keep dreaming. Don't don't let good enough be good enough. Be determined-minded to become everything God created you to be. You may have dwelled on the on the same mountain long enough. It's time to pull up your stakes, pack up your belongings, start moving forward, and enlarge your vision, make room, and you're thinking for the new thing God. God wants to do. Don't let your temporary provision become permanent. If you will learn this principle of stretching and not settling, then you will see the fullness of what God has in store. I believe you will overcome obstacles and accomplish dreams. Not like Abraham's father, but like, but like Joshua. You are going to, to, to make it all, all the way to your promised land. Okay, that's the end of chapter 20. Bye for now.